Hi guys, and welcome to the Defy the Norm podcast. I'm your host, Victor Robledo, and today we're going to just recap some of the amazing trip that we just had, um, a ski trip um, for almost two and a half months. I joined my family a little bit later, but I'm going to talk about some of the lessons learned, some of the things that I applied to hopefully help you defy the norm. Now, everyone is a little different. If you This is the first time you are joining me for this podcast. Uh, eight years ago, my wife and I decided to sell everything and move into a classy motorhome with our five children and travel the world full time. Now, it was not always bell it's not always rainbows and unicorns. It has some significant challenges and I'm here to actually share those challenges so that you can learn in somewhat from my mistakes, from our mistakes so that if you decide to take that step and travel more or take that new career or really just challenge yourself with your physical and mental health uh, to grow, that you can be able to do that and be able to avoid some of the pitfalls. So um, as we're going to, as we get started here, you know, I, first and foremost, I don't ski. I've skied a few times in my life. And so I've always drugged my feet when we moved to Montana to home base for a little bit. I spend most of my time uh, working on on myself, um, my meditative practice, my workouts, uh, trying to grow my digital platform and work with my clients. And so any chance that Robin and the kids went out to ski, generally speaking, I'd be like, you know, I don't want to make the investment in renting or purchasing anything. You guys just go, I'll do this. I'll be happy. But the reality is that, you know, we always spend a lot of time talking about getting comfortable in uncomfortable situations. And I wanted to start off this podcast uh, talking a little bit about that and how valuable that can be. The problem with it is I've always leaned, we tend to lean into our strengths, even in this situation. Um, This is something we talk about a lot of times in combat sports, learning to get comfortable in uncomfortable situations to help you excel. My challenge has always been like, I can easily, right now, if you had me put on my shoes, go run a mile as fast as you can, no problem. Coming up with a marketing plan, that's somewhere that I tend not to lean into. And so we have a propensity to always lean into uncomfortable situations that still in our mind is telling us like, oh, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable. I'm going to get outside the box here. For example, if you're quite extroverted and like, okay, I'm going to go do, I'm, I'm going to go learn to to dance, uh, let's see, my, my family, for example, goes to swing dance. If you're quite extroverted, that's probably not a significant challenge. But because it's new, you're like, oh, I'm going to go try that. Learning to get comfortable in uncomfortable situations is really defining defining some of the weaknesses that you might have and starting to lean into those a little bit and f- giving you the ability to Neurons that fire together, wire together. That's a very famous Joe Dispenza line that we spend a lot of time uh, talking about Joe Dispenza. But it's a very famous um, quote from his book. And it always reminds me that by trying something new, completely new, it helps you to wire and improve your cognitive function. So if your challenge is to defy the norm and you want to grow as a person, I encourage you to try to lean into that uncomfortable situation that's maybe not so... Um, comfortable. And so as I started to describe, get into a little bit of our story, you know, I towed up, I met the family after they were already 
about a month into the trip, I, I drove up to Salt Lake City, towed up uh, with uh, Lolo, that's our uh, 98 Ram, and I towed up uh, the girl's trailer, which I call the girl's trailer up there with the idea that we we're going to meet up and be able to, um, use two rigs up there. So everyone had their space. And even in that, you know, it was ice, it was winter conditions created some significant challenges, met him up there and then all automatically started to adjust my schedule. Cause when I was down here with Daniel, I spent most of the time uh, working with clients lifting, which you guys know, I'm a I'm a big meathead at heart. I've been lifting weights for a long time. It's a natural thing for me to do when I put down some roots is to get back into a lifting routine. But when I start traveling with, with the family, I try to make some adjustments to go, okay, this is a perfect time to heal, work on these other things. We arrived there. We spent some time in that area. And then we started to head up to Wyoming where we rented a beautiful home uh, for a month. And I, in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm going to get so much done in the, in the way of content creation. And I'm going to have this tunnel focus. Well, I failed miserably. And let, let me show you, tell you why I think I did, because you always have to reflect upon that. Like, oh, I didn't do blank and blank. I am a creature of habit, like very many people. And one of the key ingredients these days to help me have laser focus is breathwork and meditation, um, particularly a specific type of breathwork with holotropic to help me offload stored energy from uh, past trauma. More on that on another uh, podcast, but I do help people and actually uh, most of us help people work through that and help them work with their holotropic uh, breathing within our sessions to help them offload some of that extra stuff that they might be holding in their body. So what ends up happening when I start getting into this busy, more frenzied, what I feel focused, but really ends up being unfocused is I start to go, okay, well, uh, I can, I can get to that, my breath work later. I can get to my meditation later. Uh, before you know it, two or three weeks go by and I haven't done my breath work and meditation and my focus and the way, what I'm accomplishing on the every day, every day is gone to nothing. And plus, I'm a little more chippy with my wife. Um, I'm less emotionally available. I'm lifting a lot. But remember, exercise in any form is a load on the body and is a stress on the body. And so the appropriateness for me, I quite honestly, I have an addiction to to working out. And it leaves me leads me to the point of com being completely depleted and changes my mindset completely. And that and for most people, some exercise for all of us, actually, it can create a, it can be a huge mood elevator, but taken too far, it can create some significant challenges. So I noticed that that was happening. And I quickly 180. And so this is all all honesty, guys struggling to stay with the routine because you you don't really have a chance to see what's going on until you start to practice mindfulness, which is essentially what I tell people is like, learn to float outside your body and go, am I being the person that I want? I managed to catch it, but not until it was too late, right? I've already go, oh man, I already went a couple of weeks without doing this because I've been so focused on that. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good till you're not good. And this goes back to another point that um, a lot of us carry significant wounds. Um, one of mine is uh, I'm essentially attention deficit <laughs> uh, disorder, right? I don't, I can easily get aloof very, very quick, whether it's my Piscean moon and my astrology, or in the end, 
my my trauma. You know, one of the easiest ways to start to understand uh, the impact of trauma is to read a little book, Gabor Mate. We talk about that a lot. And he talks about attachment being the most important thing that we have. But if you're growing up in a stressful household or you have significant trauma, one of the easiest ways your mind protects you is to go aloof, to zone out. Um, attention. Now, I never really had hyperactivity issues, um, but I, I certainly would, would be in class and not remember the, the vast majority of things that people were saying. Uh, and given the fact that I didn't even speak English when I first entered school, I knew uh, that it was very easy to fly under, how to how to fly under the radar. But now I realize very quickly, especially if I get into a heated conversation, I'll start to check out, especially with Robin. I'm like, oh, that's that's that wound. And what ends up happening is if I don't do the breathwork and meditation, which I alluded to earlier, that frequency of that starts to happen more and more and more. Now, while zoning out for a small period of time, uh, you know, staring at nature can be extremely healing spending the vast majority of your day in that aloof or uh, conflict avoidance because of your mind, the way your mind is wired can cause problems with your people, the people in your life and the relationships. And so that aloofness is also, can also be a sign to you that the mind is wired to protect itself. Now, because it's wired to protect yourself, we have to learn to reprogram the body and take an opportunity. So when we're in this house and lander, I found myself doing that more often and actually that was the biggest sign because emotionally, you know, you can be irritable and be, oh, I'm just irritable. But I found myself checking out in conversations like, oh, oh, here we go. And so doing significant amount, the right amount of balance of exercise, meditative work, mindfulness, creative flow, movements, whether that's art, dance, uh, um, uh, or even, you know, Whatever resonates with you that it helps you to lose yourself in and bring some some tunnel focus to what you're doing can help work on bringing medicine to your body. So we stayed up there, climbed intermittently uh, in the canyon. It has a beautiful inversion in Lander, Wyoming. If you ever have a chance, it won't be on anyone's radar unless you're a pretty avid rock climber. It has some decent hiking and phenomenal, um, I think, phenomenal mountain biking as well in the area. Depends on what kind of environment you like to ride. But what I love is a small town feel. And so the inversion that happens is that we encountered some of the coldest weather I've ever experienced. Actually, negative 32 or three days after we arrived, it was cold. It actually froze up the diesel in Cabby's truck to the point we had to put in uh, diesel 911. Yes, I did not know diesel could gel. Um, actually, I had heard of it, but I didn't actually think it would actually happen. Well, that car, her truck sat for a little bit till we get till we got some uh, some fuel additive to fix it. But what happens beautifully in that area is it has a beautiful inversion. So if it's zero degrees or even um, 20 degrees in town, when you go up into the canyon, it'll be 60, 70, and you can be in shorts and a t-shirt, which is a wonderful opportunity. And we spent some time climbing. I still absolutely stink at climbing, but like I've mentioned before, I, these days, I don't try to lean out of the things that give me a significant amount of challenge. I lean into them and go, oh, what's, what it, what is it that's bothering me? What is it that I can't figure this out? Because in general, uh, I always perceive myself as a pretty active athletic person. I should be able to figure out just about everything. And it's actually eight years later on this, on rock climbing that I'm still 
challenged with the height and still challenged with trust. And so it leads really lets me know how much healing I still need to do. Uh, after we left Lander, we headed down to uh, Steamboat Springs for the Winter Wondergrass. We were guests there, media guests for them. And we had an amazing time. But before we got there, uh, I sent the family, uh, Gabby and Isabel, and I should say I sent, but Robin decided to send them ahead of us because I still had some clients. Um, as you all know, I work digitally. And so I had some clients. So I said, hey, you guys take off an hour and a half. You're in Momar Class C. It's going to go slow. I'll, we'll catch up. Well, as it stood, uh, technology uh, really had something to say about us getting to them. Uh, our... I filled up the DEF, which is diesel exhaust fluid, on our brand new truck, only to find out that the sensor was not picking up that it was full. As a matter of fact, it was said we had 50 miles to empty. Well, if you didn't know anything about new diesels, once the DEF runs out, you only get five miles an hour. So about Robin thought that if we drive, it'll heat up, the sensor will pick up, and we'll be fine. Well, when you're in the middle of Wyoming with limited cell service, I said, hey, how far do you want to take this? We ended up turning around after about 45 minutes to an hour because we were like, if we get stuck out here, not only will we not get a tow truck, we'll be stuck here um, and we're out of cell service. So we turned around, uh, managed to get the truck in and fix it. Uh, 24 hours later, we drove out, encountered some of the worst driving conditions I've experienced, as well as ended up staying down in Rock Springs for a night before heading for an additional six hours the long way around to get to see Moat Springs. We had a fabulous time at the Winter Wondergrass, so very family friendly. If you're ever anywhere around this, I highly recommend it, even if you're not a massive bluegrass fan, which I wasn't to begin with. Um, but the vibe, the energy, the, the, the musicians are phenomenal. And it's, you had beer tasting and whiskey tasting i don't really part we don't really drink a whole lot of whiskey but the beer was enough to really enjoy and the question i always get with this one is i wasn't it cold well we were actually just dressed in ski clothes you enjoy it the tents are heated um in between the big shows so you go inside do some beer tasting and you stay warm um all of us, except for Daniel, Daniel stayed back in St. George um, and picked up a full-time gig that he's working. And he's enjoying his experience and his growth. We went from Winter Wondergrass to two additional ski resorts on our Indy Pass. And I really got my bearings finally for skiing. Um, I've only skied probably a handful of times total. And on this trip, I skied two other times before this. So this would be my third time this season. And finally kind of turned a corner with getting some confidence on my terms. I'm still doing a lot of pizzaing, um, really, really just the basic. But I can get myself down s some intermediate runs, which was big because then I could kind of go up with some with family and at least hop off the lift and meet them at the bottom. Uh, and so I actually really starting to enjoy the idea of skiing. I'm like, oh, I, I'll be able to figure this out once I realize how not how I can turn and really get comfortable with the speed that I have control it at any one point I really feel like it'll be something that I'm doing for the for a lifetime and that's one of those things that ha that if I hadn't leaned into um, like getting uncomfortable like just get uncomfortable just get uncomfortable no one wants to learn anything particularly at 49 right like it's it's extremely challenging to learn anything and I'm like I would I didn't take lessons I had kind of figured out how to do it 
um, a decade before I, when I skied, I'm like, oh, okay, I could get down these basic runs fine. But it was, it almost felt like starting over, uh, especially because the relative speed and how it feels, uh, you know, potentially running into a tree. So highly recommend that. One of the biggest things about that experience and getting to the end of ski season is it kind of gives you go like, oh, I can do these kinds of hard things. And this goes back to that lesson learned about really learning to get comfortable in uncomfortable situations. It's a wonderful thing to ask yourself, hey, what am I doing today to get me just a little uncomfortable? We're so, at least me, um, addicted to creature comforts, comfort and stability. And that can really sap a lot of creative, our creative potential. It could really keep us in our lower energy hubs, our primary chakra points, which are all about survival. Uh, for me, I have generally a problem with my root chakra anyway. So anything that forces me outside the box really ignites and creates good energy flow. I can literally feel it in my body. So I encourage you to maybe ask yourself, while it might not be skiing, maybe ask yourself, what can you do? Um, what can, how can you make yourself uncomfortable today? And workouts are a great, great, great start. And on, on the daily, on the daily, you can do that. Um, you know, there's a famous line by Seneca is like, you, you have to treat the body. Um, and I'm butchering this quote, I'll get it another time. But the idea is that you have to purposely almost torture the body so that you can be like, no, I am in control to remind you of this. And it's super important to bring you bring you mindful of of your mind your mind your thoughts remember we have a eight, 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day 95% of them are on the subconscious level the better we get at identifying some of those thoughts what they are the more we can really help defy the norm one last thing i wanted to get into for for this podcast today and as we get as i'm recording this on sunday fun day it's super important to start when you start to come up with a plan for whatever it is, whether it's full-time travel like we did, whether it's a health and wellness program, whether it's improving from an injury, whether it's trying something new. Uh, analysis paralysis is something that I really, 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 really struggle with myself. Uh, in general, my my sort of Virgo wants all the details, and I made a living at made make a living out of noticing every single little detail in human movement. Uh, what I call the eye, you know, it takes a while as a trainer to develop the eye, but eventually you could just watch someone walk, at least the way I feel, watch someone walk, watch someone move, watch someone do a movement and instantly like, oh, you're doing this, this and this, this is what you need to do to fix that. The problem with gaining that much um, information while it's happened organically, it can absolutely paralyze you to make a move. If you're trying to constantly get all the information before you move, there's a good chance you're just going to stay still. And so when it comes to life, defying the norm, um, getting, learning to get comfortable in uncomfortable situations, I encourage you to embrace the suck, embrace that you won't know all the answers when you start, but you will figure it out. It's much like... Uh, jiu-jitsu you spend the first year just like what is this about at least that's the way I felt and I have come from a wrestling background and you're just getting smashed and smashed and you don't see submissions coming and you don't see this coming but eventually it it, it you learn 
you learn. You learn through some of that experience and you learn yes you can do a little bit of research but if you find yourself not making a move because you don't have enough information there's a good chance you're never going to have enough information so i encourage you if you want to defy the norm to evaluate those things that we talked about today and if you have any questions please please leave us send us an email um also, if you're interested in taking that first step, you like what you hear, join join us at BeTheHero.Academy. That's our group site where we delve deeper into the mind, deeper into health, deeper into wellness. I know I have my own room in there and we talk about, or if you're ready to just jump in, send me an email. I'll send you an application so that you can fill out and figure out if we're a fit. Um, I always tell people that that first, that first meeting, that first, uh, evaluation is just a feeling out process because as a coach, you realize that you don't resonate with everyone. I, I just, it just doesn't, we, we're all completely different as coaches. It's important at this point and stage in my career that I know that I, that we see eye to eye and that I'm the person that you necessarily need to move forward with this. All right. Until next time, have a great day.